You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Hey, hey, pause on the play listeners. We have exciting news for you. Yes. In this, <laughs> yay. In this episode, we're going to be diving into talking about voting. And this conversation wouldn't be complete without diving deeper into voting with your dollars. So if you're enjoying this episode, I'm going to encourage you to head over to pauseontheplay.com slash community and sign up to join us in the community before September 25th. And a part of that special treat is you will get to join us for a live Q&A episode with Jaquette Timmons, where you get to ask her your questions as we dive deeper into voting, money, and Black women's experiences in America, but especially in relation to voting with our dollars and the power that we have with our money. If you've never heard one of those episodes, go back a few. You'll be able to hear our live recording. And this is one of the benefits of being in the community. You get a chance to be a part of the conversation before it goes live. You know you want to be able to participate? Go on over to pauseontheplay.com. Sign up today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here where you're challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here along with my co-host, India Jackson, ready to get the dialogue going. Hello, ma'am. Hello. It's been a little while. I know. I'm like, I showed up by myself last week. I don't do that so often. I like I want to do like a little happy dance over here. Sometimes I gotta like shove you off the, the edge of the cliff to do it. You do, because I don't like talking to myself. I like having other people to talk to. It's so fun. So I get to have fun again this week because I get somebody to talk to. So um some of the conversations that I feel like I've had on my own. Um, that I've seen happening online through our clients and even in the community um, is really, it's coming back to the fact that right now being stuck in this election cycle feels slightly like hell um, because it's a lot. And with that, you know, we're very fortunate that we have people around us that do want to do something. 
Um, they don't want to just look at it. They don't want to just say, oh, I can't help. Um, but they don't always know what that means. And the interesting thing about what's happening right now is it feels like in this cycle, um, it's it can almost feel too big. And I think sometimes it can make people feel stuck. I'll use that word, stuck. And so I'm just like, like, what do you do when you're feeling stuck? Like, have you noticed that? Um, I don't think that they may fully recognize that they are feeling stuck, but yeah, I, I think that people are consuming a lot. And I think more than before, people are curious and feel called to learn more about how our government actually works more about mm -hmm. what systems are actually in place, what it takes to change laws. And that's a powerful thing to go and learn these things. But then I also think that that can become a rabbit hole of feeling like realizing that the more you learn, the more that there is a dismantle, the more that you learn, the bigger and bigger this becomes. And I think it can make people feel like they're more and more powerless and put them in a place where they don't know what to do. Well, reality is, is I think the more you know, the more you realize you really don't know anything. And the more you learn, the more you realize how much unlearning has to then be, be done. And it can sometimes feel like, well, shit, if it's this much, if it's this big, can I do anything with this? Is there, you know, any point, you know, why am I fighting this fight? And this is where, for me, it's very common that I find myself having to remind people that when that comes up, it's important to not live in your head with that, first of all, because that whole, like, uh, this is this is too much, you know, what's one person going to do? At least in my opinion, history has shown us that every person that thought that created a combined whole that did a lot. And unfortunately, in some cases, they did damage. And we saw the last election cycle, what happened when a lot of people just opted out and didn't vote, or they did a protest vote for these write-in somebody's name or these green candidates, and it actually didn't help. And so I think that when these things come up and you're just like, I I I'm, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stuck, um, you know, use the word that works for you. Um, I've heard some people say powerless or they, they, they feel small in comparison mm -hmm. to the enormity of what's happening. And I think that when that happens, I always kind of go back to the tried and true thing that makes a big difference. And that's conversation. I'm like, you need to talk to somebody and not in like a therapist kind of way, but like, where's why is my stomach like in the, during the conversation right now? <laughs> Usually it's, it's me. me. I know it's, it's me this time. Um, but this place of like, have a conversation because I think when you feel like this and if you just live in your head, it doesn't help. And so you just keep ping ponging the information back and forth and nothing happens. So to me, there's a lot of power in going and having that conversation. Like, is this just me? You know, what do you think? Can you help me with this? And sometimes this is just having, you know, again, that, that friend, that, that coworker, that business, I hate the term business, business bestie is not my thing, but colleague that yes, anything. 
you know, <laughs> go have some conversations. Yeah, I think that conversation is powerful because it moves you from something being stuck in your own head into something that uh, you're able to outwardly process if you need to with someone else. And, you know, there's the conversation with someone else, um, but also there's the conversation with yourself too. I think that there's some questions you can begin to really ask yourself that will help you provide clarity on what you can do. What is the next best step for you to take to create some of the impact that you want to see? And so I agree with that because I will say that the point of the conversation with someone else isn't for them to tell you what to do. It's not for them to tell you how you feel, how you're supposed to feel, what actions you should take or anything else. No, this is just for the dialogue. So you get out of your own head, you get out of the space of being inactive and you get to more of a place of like, okay, what do I need to do now? And I think that before you do anything, you have to start with feeling like, all right, like let's acknowledge, what am I feeling? Like what's going on? Because I feel like at least if you can get there, then that's going to help. Because if you don't acknowledge your feelings and you just push them aside, feelings are one of those things where you can ignore them all you want. They're going to come back and they're going to bite you in the ass. Mm, facts. <laughs> so you don't want to do that. And so again, like if it just, you know, if overwhelming um, is a word that comes up about the situation, um, too much, too big, um, any of these kinds of things, like just feeling like, okay, what's going on here? Because then you can begin to try to break that down some. And I think once you begin to decide, you know, okay, I got some clarity now and I understand how I feel and now I want to keep moving, you can then kind of say, all right, so what am I good at? What are my strengths? What are things that I excel at? What are, you know, what are my superpowers? And, and these you... might have nothing to do on the surface with voting. Can I throw mm -hmm. that out there? Like facts. Just what are you good at in general? What are your strengths in general? And be open to some of these strengths may not be what you do for a living. You know, whether you own a business, whether yes. you are employee, it doesn't matter. Some of these strengths might be that thing that people tell you that they love that you do over and over again, but it's not what you get paid for. Okay. So you said two things there. One, I want to acknowledge the fact that very often people are like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then next thing you know, it's like, wait, but you do that thing. You know that that works right now. There was somebody that was like, oh, I make care packages. Then it was like, wait, those same care packages are helpful to protesters. How about I take those to protesters? But it took time to get to that point. And it's like, yeah, that didn't seem like it had any correlation, but there's a huge correlation there. And so sometimes the things that seem completely unrelated are fully related. Yes. So there's that. The other thing is, yes, this is not, this is where I'm going to challenge people to stop talking about their strengths in conjunction to what you do. So much of what we do is so wrapped up in our business titles that we forget that we have strengths that ain't got shit to do with what we get paid for. 
let's just step back for a second and acknowledge what are you good at? I was good at conversation before I started getting paid for it. So let me start with that. Okay. (laughs) So when we start to talk about what are your strengths, you know, you want to begin to see like, are you a connector? Are you somebody that is good at conversation? Are you somebody that likes to be able to um, get people out of a funk? You know what I mean? Are you some, like, are, are you that like, yeah, let's do this. Like you, you bring the energy, you bring the motivation. Are you somebody that is a connector? I know the person that you need to know to do the thing you want to do. Figure out what it is that is just something that you do that you don't pay any attention to likely. And this is going to take you back to conversation because this is probably not going to be the thing that you recognize. It's probably going to be something that somebody else recognizes in you. I think one of the things that's been really helpful for our clients together and separately um, is to go on an exercise where you ask like a couple of friends and colleagues, you know, if you had to pick a strength that I have, what would you say that that is? And you'd be surprised at what comes back to you because some of it, it's like, duh, but that's not what you do for a living, right? Yeah. There's a lot of that that happens. <laughs> I mean, we've seen that. Um, for you, it's definitely conversation. And that's not something that like you always were 100% aware of as your strength. For me, it's been the connecting of people together. I know a lot of people from a lot of different industries and I don't get paid to connect people, but I'm really good at it. <laughs> see, this is where I'm going to tell see, I'm going to call India out here. This is what we do. We watch a movie together and she's like, oh, wait, yeah, that dude. I know that dude. <sighs> India, <laughs> you always, <laughs> like, she, she's like, I don't know that I have enough people in my network. And then it's like, wait, wait, but you know how many people? that do what things and and how many different girl bodies. oh i'm very clear that i have a lot of people in my <laughs> network <laughs> but then but then i'll ask you you'd be like i forgot i didn't think about that mm-hmm. okay <laughs> okay ma'am see you hear us right and so <laughs> i think that when you can look at those strengths that you probably don't even realize you have so getting some of that feedback make a list of them and ask yourself if you had to mix and match these strengths with voting, what could you what could you do to support that? St- I don't know. That's just where my mind goes. Is you know yes, because that goes into like that third question that pops up for me, which is what's one thing you can do today? And I think it's important to boil it down that way because if I came in and said, "Great, let's come up with a ten step plan," it's like Mm-mm, I'm gonna lose you, as I should. That's too much. And our brains do well with like getting the little air horn of like, you did something good. Burr, burr, burr. And we, <laughs> we need to get some sound effects on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had to laugh at my coat. I was like, this mic is not going to take this laugh. Um, yes, because when you make it so large and overwhelming, that there's no place of getting that like validation of like, yes, I did do something. This did work. It's something that signals to you that like, this is paying off. This is working. This is getting you there. 
you need that to show up at some point. And at a point right now in time when being active is so important, I want you to be able to give yourself actual things that you can do that are going to give you the little air horn when you do it, the little mini Khaled in the back (laughs) to get you going. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if our listeners know who we're talking about. (laughs) But <laughs> uh, go to go go Google. You'll figure it out. <laughs> there's a there's a whole commercial with him on there, and he's 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 egging the dude on. He's he's a Devin type man. He's like, come on, Devin, brush, circle again, again. This is a mess. <laughs> anyway, I digress. But the whole point is the fact that if you give yourself benchmarks along the way, you give yourself ways that you can see that it's working, that it's paying off, that it's adding up, that is going to help to keep you in action. And that is what is the most important goal here, which is why I don't want you to pick something large. I want you to pick something small. Is it confirming that you have your mail-in ballot? Is it going on and requesting it? Is it going on and checking with, with your friends? Hey, Did everybody get their ballots? Is it making sure that people are registered to vote? Is it going to a family member um, that you know doesn't have a car and being like, hey, when early voting starts, you want me to drive you to and from the polls? Is it calling your friend and being like, yo, it's cool. If you can't get there, I got your Uber ride. No worries. Like, you know, it doesn't always have to be this large over like overarching huge thing what is one thing that you can do today just to get moving just to start the momentum such an important question um and i know as we look at the long term for some people that thing may need a change they need the variety to feel excited to keep showing up again And for others, I'm going to give you permission to just do more of that one thing. Be so dedicated to that one thing. If you know that variety will feel overwhelming to you, you are so dedicated to it that people have gotten to the point that they feel like you're annoying. It means you're doing your job with that one thing. You're being consistent with that one thing. And so one of the things that I can think of... um, is if it is, you know, that Uber ride, how can you do more Uber rides that day? How can you mm-hmm. talk to more people about do they need Uber rides? It's one thing still, but you're taking that from one person to two, to three, to four, to five, to six. It adds up really quickly when we get super focused on one thing we can do. This is why it's so important to do that because for every person that thinks, what can I do here? And if every person picks that one thing and they just keep going with it, it's a hell of a lot of momentum, a hell of a lot. And it's important to do your part in building that momentum. Don't look at, oh, it's just me. What can one person do? One person can do a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. Can I say that 
please check me if I need to be checked, boo. But I feel like that thought process is a privilege to even be able to think that way. Yes, it is. It's a privilege to think that you are this person that everything should revolve around you. And I think that's a concept that most people can understand. But it's also a privilege to think, oh, it's just me. If I don't do anything, nobody will notice. It won't matter. Because one of the conversations that I've had recently has been around the fact that like this whole place of like, I don't know what to do. I can't do anything. I'm just not. That's a privilege. It's a privilege. And I'm going to say that in my opinion, the entire system was created for you to feel that way. It's called voting apathy. Look it up. It is designed to make you feel like you are so powerless and your vote counts so little and it makes such a little bit of a difference that it just doesn't matter. Let's just opt out. And if you get enough people to do that, look at the future we have. How do we think we got Trump here? Well, let's also acknowledge there's a lot of people that if it doesn't go your way, the most that might happen is you might be pissed about your tax bracket. But some of us, It could literally be the difference in our freedom or life and death, sadly, in a lot of cases. Facts. So it is a privilege to be able to just think, oh, whatever, because that means that whatever the outcome is, it might not be what you want, but it's not that terrible. For me, it is that terrible. It's that serious. It absolutely is. And so it is very important that you do not get into that place of, you know, oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it, it, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It is. It is. It's for people that look like us. It is for people who are low income. It is for people who are immigrants. People seem to forget the images of children in cages. If you forgot, I can remind you. Last time I checked. Children aren't pets. They don't belong in fucking cages. That's what you needed to get up and vote? You're welcome. You're welcome. So that being said, I'm going to remind people that, again, you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to stay in the solitary confinement of it's just me. Who do I talk to? I don't know how to get support. I don't know where to take this. You don't have to do that. That's one of the reasons why we built Pause on the Play, the community, because we understand that concept of who do I talk to? Where is there a space that's not only safe for me to be open and honest and authentic, but where are there a group of people that are going to implore me to be brave and get out of my own damn way? That's what the community is for. The community is there in order to provide a space for you to talk about what you need when you need support, to remind you of your own power, to remind you of the impact that you can make that maybe you didn't even realize you were already making, to share Mm -hmm. connections and, and empathy and support and energy when yours are running low. It's so that you don't have to feel isolated. 
One of my favorite things lately about the community is the ability to see what everyone is doing and how they're navigating their allyship and the actions that they're taking. And in that process of sharing and having open conversation about these things, there's the added bonus of being able to see some new things that you can try or share with others that you never even considered on your own. That's the beauty of being in conversation, opportunities and options that you may have never thought of all of a sudden become crystal clear. It's a hell of a gift. Yeah. If you are in a place and you are looking for community If you are looking for support, you're looking for that shared, energetic, raise-up space. Go on over to pauseontheplay.com. Come on down on that homepage. You will see Apply for the Community. This is where you can go ahead and submit your application to join us and be a part of it. We want to have you in the room in the same way that it's important to have you here every week in this room I'm trying to do every week I swear y'all it's a lot going on right now I swear I'm doing it though I'm here (laughs) (laughs) we've been definitely doing our own work this year it's a lot and this year has has been a lot but we also appreciate every listener that comes in and participates and shares because we've had a lot of people that have been directed over here by other listeners. And for that, we appreciate you. Thank you, boo. Appreciate you. (laughs) So we want to remind you to continue, just like we do here, having the real conversations in order to normalize the challenging things. Cross lines, recreate boundaries, supporting in order to not separate. Let's get more people dropping the veil, challenging their thoughts, feelings, and actions. We love being here, creating the bridge for you to walk over to become the change you want to see. So till then, join us next time. Keep the dialogue going. Bye. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?